SoCal Voices on the Road is brought to you by Nurturing You Women's Health and Wellness, providing general gynecology, bioidentical hormone replacement therapy, medical weight loss, and more. Offices in Corona and Indian Wells. Learn more at nurturingyou.com. I'm Angela Ross, and this is SoCal Voices. We are on the road today at the American Forces Network Broadcast Center, also known as the Defense Media Center, at March Air Reserve Base in Riverside. My guest today is sports programming specialist Jason Stevenson, and he's going to share with us some special facts about this unique place. Thank you and welcome to SoCal Voices, Jason. It is my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Can you talk first about the structure of American Forces Network. I know the headquarters is in uh, Maryland, but right. the the meat and potatoes in terms of the programming that gets out to the servicemen and women around the globe happens here. Talk about that. Absolutely. So again, thank you very much for having me. And yes, everything is done here at March Air Reserve Base in Riverside, California. Uh, we broadcast radio and television to the troops and their families overseas, and for the most part, it's command information. And the reason why we do what we do is we give a little taste of home to the troops and their families that are overseas uh, fighting for us. And we have entertainment programming, we have news, we have sports, and that's my expertise as far as what I do. So we give them that little taste of home while they're over there. That's fantastic. That That is really good. Now, how many people does it take to pull this off. This is quite a feat that you've got going on here. It really is. Uh, there are probably a couple hundred people in this building. And unfortunately, while you're in here today, you don't see that because obviously the pandemic happened. So mm. a lot of people are working remote, as myself is included. I come in the office one day a week and at any other time as needed. But for the most part, we are fully remote outside of our operations department, who are an amazing team that they've been here since day one. And they unfortunately have not been able to come home, but they have been holding the grounds here to make sure that the troops get the information they need and to keep them aware of what's going on here and to provide information and entertainment as well, because they're over there doing a great job. Wow, that's fantastic. Now, how long have you worked here? I've been in this building. March this year will be 21 years, and I've had five different jobs. You don't look old enough to have worked anywhere for 21 years. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> they got kids working in this job. Okay, that's fantastic. So talk a little bit about the training and experience uh, that's required to work at the um, Air Force Network. So there's multiple different trainings that it takes to work here. Mm -hmm. So the main thing is having either a degree in communications and television uh, programming. Um, also, if you got the training experience in the military as well. So they absolutely have this operation going on. I had a unique aspect of being here 21 years ago. I was a subcontractor through a deco, but for Sony, when we got our... Um, uh, we were getting rid of our Odetic systems, and we got our software that we have going on right now, which mm. is all server-based. Mm. So I was kind of, say, the guinea pig for all of that um, going on that time. So we went from a, a tape entity to a tapeless entity. So mm -hmm. I literally started from the ground and worked my way up into sports programming, working for the government directly. Mm -hmm. that's, that's really interesting. Let's talk about sports, because that's that's your baby, and that's really where you're focused. And from what I understand, and, and only just from what I can imagine, that seems to be a pretty complex operation because of the sheer volume of sports events that are going on and 
every place that you have to funnel that programming uh, in the world. So how do you all do what you do specific to the, the sports component? Talk about, talk about that. So as far as a sports component, we basically take the most popular sports mm-hmm. and just kind of dive into that as far as what we broadcast and what we show to the troops. But even like, say, for instance, my favorite is uh, football, the NFL, uh, NBA, basketball. But, you know, hockey, we also broadcast hockey, NASCAR, um, the Olympics, especially. So although I'm, I'm an expert at certain sports, we broadcast everything. So I dive into all of those different factions as well to make sure that just because I may not be a fan of a certain things, so there are audience out there that are. So I want to make sure they get that broad, um, diverse sports content so they can see what their favorite sport is. Do you get any feedback from the folks out in, you know, in different parts of the world about how you guys are doing and what they're seeing and can you give us more of this or less of that? Do you hear, ever hear anything Absolutely. like that? Absolutely. <laughs> I actually love our feedback. Um, and it's funny because a lot of it are complaints. And I love complaints because that means they are watching and mm-hmm. they watch a lot. And mainly the complaints are, why isn't my sports team on? Why, is, why are the Cleveland Browns not playing and you're showing all of these other teams? So those are the complaints that we get, which I love. Yeah. Sometimes I get accused of being a fan of a team that I'm like, I'm not not a fan of that team, but we broadcast it a lot. And a lot of it has to do with the time that that team comes on and Uh what time they're playing. So it kind of, it's a puzzle as far as how this is all put together. So if it fits in our puzzle as far as our scheduling, that's how that uh, specific game or team is aired. Uh And some of it also has to do with this team is actually doing better than this other team. Uh So it just has a different avenues as far as how we're able to schedule in sports. But sports is definitely complex, but it's it's fun. And I, I really love what we do here. That's great. Tell me a little bit about how you actually make it work. Like there's a game, there's there's five games on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So what's the process that you go through? How does that, what's your day like? What do you do? So we look at, so say for instance, during the regular season of the NFL. So mm-hmm. we start with the afternoon games. Typically there are about three afternoon games that go on and mm-hmm. we kind of see which of those games that are going on. And then we pick those games followed by whatever's the most popular game at the time, matchups, rivalries, and then we look at the morning games that are going on and then pair those up together. So if the two games are coming from CBS, we kind of pair that up, and that goes on on Sports 1. Mm -hmm. And then if a couple other games are going on, those go on Fox on Sports 2. So during the weekend, we have three full-time sports channels, but during the week, we have only two sports channels. But trust me, we show more sports than a lot of us get here at home. Yeah, And, you know, they're well-deserved of it because they do what they do. But, like, you know, also we have uh, UFC. So we show UFC, we show WWE pay-per-views, and all of these go on and we, for the most part, try to show it live. Mm-hmm. But for them, live is in maybe in the middle of the morning. So we also have these programs that are delayed. So it shows in a prime time base for them. So they're able to see it at a convenient uh-huh. time for them. Okay. Okay. And so it's all 24-7 operations. So you have to have people here around the clock to feed the beast, Absolutely. right? So talk about the scheduling and the shifts and how all that works. So the 24-7 operations, they're broke up in three shifts. Mm-hmm. Uh, morning, we have our swing shift, and then we have our overnight crew. And they just make sure everything just kind of goes together. Um, the, the crew that puts it all together, myself included. We're here just primarily during the morning getting the schedules going on. Mm -hmm. But what our schedule produces is what our operations folks take care of, and they're the ones that make sure it all kind of goes without a hitch. (laughs) In the time that you've been here, you were talking earlier about how you've seen 
um, the the progression and the improvements and the enhancements from a technological standpoint. Right. What really stands out to you the most as probably among the more significant advances uh, that have taken place that make your job easier? That's a great question. Um, there are multiple things. I know when I first started, there was only one sports channel. And they wanted to have another channel that was kind of geared towards the um, – uh, that younger base. So it was called AFN Extra. So it had things that were like on from MTV, showed a little bit of sports, but there was more sort towards that younger kind of generation. And then it morphed and evolved into 24-hour broadcast of that Sports 2 channel. So our AFN Extra channel got converted over into Sports 2. And why that's important is we only had one full-time sports uh, channel. So if you wanted to see hockey, but unfortunately NBA is on, you're not getting a taste of that. Mm -hmm. So now that we have two full-time sports channels, you'll see uh, counter-programming. So you'll see NBA on one channel. You'll see hockey on the other channel. So that right there was extremely important. So that way we show the diverseness of what we actually put on. The current thing we're working on right now is called AFN Now, and that's a service that we're going to have on mobile phones. And mm. that is what it's it's going to be amazing once it's finished. It's it's currently out right now, but of course with anything, you have little tiny issues here and there. But sure. by the Super Bowl, we're really hoping to get the Super Bowl on live for them so they're able to look at the Super Bowl on their mobile devices if they're you know scheduled for work, they're able to take a break and look at the Super Bowl while they're working. We'll be back right after this. Dr. Lita Harris and her team at Nurturing You Women's Health and Wellness offer a variety of services, including general gynecology, bioidentical hormone replacement therapy for women and men, and a range of beauty services, including microneedling, body contouring, laser hair removal, medical weight loss, and more. Dr. Harris provides a warm, professional environment and customized treatment plans at offices in Corona and Indian Wells. Learn more at nurturingyou.com. How do initiatives like AFN Now come about? Is, is this something that you all are intentionally seeking? Uh, do people come to you and say, hey, we've got this new thing and we want to make it available? How does that work? We kind of look at the trends that are going on. So a long time ago, we had just SD and there was no HD. We progressed from SD to HD, but HD had been out for a while. So it just all depends on our technology that we have going on, the equipment, and we have to upgrade that equipment. So once we got to HD, then it was, well, we need to actually record these programs. So we had our the DVRs that they get over there, sorry, the record capabilities. And now we just kind of keep morphing. And so now everyone, you have your phones and you're kind of out and you want to kind of see how programming, how you want to see it. So now we're kind of going there with the mobile devices. Mm -hmm. Really keeping up with the technology and what people are actually living and, and doing and how they're, you know, exactly viewing things every day. Exactly. Yeah, Everybody has had to do that, right? Right. Get, exactly. Yeah. That's fantastic. So, you know, many people walk into a job with a certain degree of expectation about what their day to day is going to be like, the kinds of tasks they're going to be doing, the things they're going to be responsible for. I wonder in the time that you've been here, uh, what has surprised you most about working at AFN? How much I love it. I, you know, a lot of people I talk to, they don't love what they do, or maybe they like it a little bit. I love it, not only just the job aspect of what I do, but who I get to do it for. Like, mm -hmm. people can talk a good game and saying, oh, I love what I do, or I like what I do, and... I love it because I'm doing it for the troops and their families. They've sacrificed so much to do what they do overseas for us. And so they can get a little bit of taste of that home 
I am so thankful I have the job I do to give that to them. And I especially love sports. If I was doing another channel, <laughs> probably wouldn't love it as much, but I just love sports. The competitiveness of it, the just excitement of sports mm-hmm. altogether. Like, I'm not a big hockey fan, but I love going to anything live, and I love going to hockey games live. I've probably been to more hockey games live than NBA games, but it's just exciting to see. And just the fact that someone over there is watching what I've put on for them, and hopefully it makes their day brighter, is just a fantastic feeling. I feel your passion just yeah. across the table from you. This is great. <laughs> it's great. What have you learned uh, new about yourself working here? Wow. That is a great question. Um, sometimes I probably don't feel like I'm capable of certain aspects, and I surprise myself by just excelling at them, I guess, hmm. I want to say. Um, even taking on my current job, I've been doing it for seven years, mm-hmm. and any kind of aspect of the job that has been asked of me, I've just tried to excel at as much as possible with really anything. Um, take, for example, we had this thing called the Warrior Games that came up last year, and we had never broadcasted on AFN mm-hmm. before. Matter of fact, it wasn't even broadcast, period. It was something that was either like a streaming service or something you had to acquire, and we showed it for the first time ever on AFN last year, and To get it was definitely a challenge, but it was a challenge that I met. And um, also, there are two of us in our sports department. Uh, My partner, William Price, he and I both collaborated on how we do our sports schedule. Mm -hmm. So without him, this job would be a little bit more challenging, but he is definitely um, uh, my rock to getting this job done, especially in my department. But when this assignment came up to get the Warrior Games on, it was Mm -hmm. something that we had never dived into before as far as getting it broadcast. It was something I just did and excelled at and and not to toot my own self but i just we got it on for them and you know it was just exciting to do amazing what should people understand better or appreciate more about the broadcast center well just our mission you know we're here for our troops i mean i've I've said this multiple times already in this interview but this is genuinely what we're here for Mm -hmm. to get them this information we're giving them that taste of home Um, The main thing as far as our job, honestly, like with uh, regular television, regular television broadcasting, shows exist so commercials can show what they're showing. Mm -hmm. AFN exists so the troops can get the command information so they could be watching a sports program or entertainment show. But embedded in that are commercials, but not like generally what we would see. Mm -hmm. They are command information spots for wherever they're located. They're getting that information on base just in their region as far as what they need to know. And that's the most important thing as far as why AFN exists, so they can get that command information, besides the fact of getting entertained, just like us here. We get our entertainment by watching television shows and sports programs, but we all, those only exist because of the commercial aspect. And that's the whole thing with what the command information does, is it gets them that information while they're watching that show, and they're like, wow, well, I didn't know that was going on, and now they do know. If you could pull uh, the magic trick out of a uh, out of a hat, what would AFN be doing? I don't know, maybe five, seven years from now that it's not doing now to further uh, this mission. Well, the main thing, like I said, we're working on this AFN Now app. The best thing would to do is to have 
all of our programming live on that AFN app. That mm-hmm. would be an ultimate game changer. Mm-hmm. Right now, we're working on getting the Super Bowl, especially mm-hmm. live during that time. Right. Crossing fingers, that absolutely does happen. Mm-hmm. But when or if that does happen, the next steps will be getting our other programming also on that AFN Now app, which would be amazing because, like I said, it's starting in this building and going from something that was just SD and we were working on odetic systems to then going to servers and then going to more channels than, than when I even started to now being on our mobile devices is absolutely fantastic. And you know, five to seven years from now, we might not even be looking at mobile devices. It might be some other gizmo, some t- something totally different. Exactly. But I have a feeling AFN will be right there at the cutting edge with the technology and certainly trying to, to bring that uh, forward. Oh, for 100%. I, I, I absolutely have no doubt not. They, yeah. This place continues to surprise me at the changes they make, but they're all positive and they're all for the right reason. Well, Jason, thanks so much for your time uh, today. Really a pleasure to chat with you and appreciate your service and everything you're doing for service members around the globe. It's important and uh, we appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me today. Certainly. I'm Angela Ross. Thanks for listening. Remember to follow SoCal Voices on social media at SoCal Voices and hop on over to Apple Podcasts to leave us a review. We love to hear from our listeners, so drop us a line at contact us at SoCalVoices.com. SoCal Voices on the Road is brought to you by Nurturing You Women's Health and Wellness, providing general gynecology, bioidentical hormone replacement therapy, medical weight loss, and more. Offices in Corona and Indian Wells. Learn more at nurturingyou.com.